Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi there, and welcome back to the Old Testament podcast. This episode is going to be the Easter broadcast, or Easter episode. In the uh, Come Follow Me manual uh, for Easter, it actually has a listing of Old Testament prophecies about Jesus Christ, and so that's what this is going to be. And uh, I have some scriptures that are a little bit different than what the manual has, so use the manual, and then if you want to augment it with some other scriptures, I've got some here too, so... Uh, let's go ahead and get started here in that. Um, there are prophecies of Christ's coming, and various prophets were also types of Christ testifying of him. We'll do that at the end of the video, or at the end of the podcast. Uh, in Luke 24, it says, And he said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you while I was w- yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses, and in the prophets, and in the Psalms concerning me. So all the all these prophecies that we will read here uh, in the Old Testament that related to Jesus uh, also show you the New Testament prophecy uh, that shows the fulfillment of it. So the first one, born of a virgin, in Isaiah 7 it says, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign, behold a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. And then in Matthew 1 it says, Behold a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. I should also mention that when Matthew was uh, writing his gospel, one of the things that he tried to do also was to make sure that uh, the events of Jesus, uh, where there was a fulfillment of an Old Testament prophecy, he wrote those down. And so he often will say uh, that this happened as recorded in Scripture. So he was really good about making sure that um, the prophecies that were listed, uh, that were made in the Old Testament, that he made note of them. The next one, born in Bethlehem, in Micah chapter 5 it says, But thou, Bethlehem, Ephratah, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall, be, shall he come forth unto me, that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. And then in Matthew chapter 2, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem. Christ shall be of the Davidic line. Isaiah 9 says, Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. And then in Jeremiah 23 it says, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will raise unto David a righteous branch, and a king shall reign and prosper and shall execute judgment and justice in the earth. Matthew chapter 1 states, The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Matthew twelve twenty three says, And all the people were amazed and said, Is not this the son of David? And then Matthew twenty two forty two saying, What think ye of Christ? Whose son is he? They say unto him, The son of David. Luke one thirty two, He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. John 7.42 states, Hath not the scripture said that Christ cometh of the seed of David and out of the town of Bethlehem where David was? 
The next one, a new star shall come. In Numbers 24, it says, I shall see him, but not now. I shall behold him, but not nigh. There shall come a star out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel, and shall smite the corners of Moab, and destroy all the children of Sheth. Matthew 2.2 2 says, uh, where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. And then verse 10 says, when, sh when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. Uh, the next one, Christ will come out of Egypt. Hosea says, when Israel was a child, then I loved him and called my son out of Egypt. Matthew 2 states, when, And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeareth to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, and take the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt. And be thou there until I bring thee word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. But when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. The next one, a messenger will go before him and say, Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Isaiah 40 states, the, the voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, and make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Matthew 3 states, For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. The next one, he will be the good shepherd. In Genesis 49, it says, But his bow abode in strength, and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. From thence is the shepherd the stone of Israel. Psalms 23, The Lord is my shepherd, I, know I shall not want. Isaiah chapter 40, He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arm, and carry them in his bosom, and shall gently lead the, those that are with young. Ezekiel 34, as a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that, he, that are scattered, so will I seek out my sheep and will deliver them out of the places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. The fulfillment is in John 10, I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. The next one, Christ will go to Zebulun and Naphtali. Isaiah chapter 9, nevertheless, the dimness shall not be such as was in her vexation, when at the first he lightly afflicted the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, and afterward did more grievously afflict her by the way of the sea beyond Jordan in Galilee of the nations. Uh, Matthew chapter 4. Now when Jesus had heard that John was cast into prison, he departed into Galilee, and leaving Nazareth he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is upon the sea coast in the borders of Zebulun and Naphtali that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Esaias the prophet, saying, The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali by the way of the sea beyond Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people which sat in darkness saw great light, and to them which sat in the region and shadow of death light is sprung up. The next one, he will ride upon a donkey into Jerusalem. Zechariah 9 states, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding upon an ass and upon a colt, the foal of an ass. John chapter 12 states, And Jesus, when he had found a young ass, sat thereon as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, thy king cometh, sitting on an ass's colt. And then Matthew wrote in 21, And behold the ass and the colt, and put on them their clothes, and they set him thereon. And then he will be sold for thirty pieces of silver. Zechariah 11 states, And I said unto them, If ye think good, give me my, my price, and if not, forbear. So they weighed for my price thirty pieces of silver. And the Lord said unto me, Cast it into, unto the potter a goodly price that I was prized at of them. 
And I took the 30 pieces of silver and cast them to the potter in the house of the Lord. Matthew 27 states, Then Judas, which had betrayed him when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders. The next one, he will be surrounded by wicked men. Psalms 22 states, For dogs have compassed me, the assembly of the wicked have enclosed me, they pierced my hands and my feet. Matthew 26, Then cometh he to his disciples, and saith unto them, Sleep on now, and take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. And then in Mark 11 it says, And the scribes and chief priests heard it, and sought how they might destroy him, for they feared him, because all the people were astonished at his doctrine. And then the next one, he will give his back to the smiters. Isaiah 50 states, I gave my back to the smiters and my cheeks to them that plucked off the hair. I hid not my face from shame and spitting. Matthew 27 states, Then released he Barabbas unto them, and when he was... When he had scourged Jesus, he delivered him to to be crucified. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the common hall and gathered unto him the whole band of soldiers. And they stripped him and put on him a scarlet robe. And when they had plaited a crown of thorns, they put it upon his head and reed in his right hand. And they bowed the knee before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. And they spit upon him and took the reed and smote him on the head. Uh, The next one, he will allow them to pluck out his beard. Isaiah states, I gave my back to the smiters and my cheeks to them that plucked off the hair. I hid not my face from shame and spitting. That's the same one I read before. There is no scriptural reference for the fulfillment of this prophecy, but if the rest of them had happened, so should this one. Maybe this is why Peter said, I know not the man, because he didn't recognize him without the beard. That's just speculation on my part, so don't quote me. Uh, The next one, he will be spat upon, and I'm reading the same quote from Isaiah. I gave my back to the smiters and my cheeks to them that plucked off the hair. I hid not my face from shame and spitting. Matthew 26 states, Then they did spit in his face and buffeted him, and others smote him with the palms of their hands. Uh, The next one, the soldiers would cast lots for his clothes. Psalms 22 says, They part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. In John 19 it states, They said therefore among themselves, Let us rend it, let us not rend it, but cast lots for it, whose it shall be, that the scripture might be fulfilled, which saith, They parted my raiment among them, and for my vesture did they cast lots. These things therefore the soldiers did. The next one, he will be crucified. Psalms 22 says, For dogs have compassed me, the assembly of the wicked have enclosed me, they pierced my hands and my feet. Zechariah 12 says, And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplication, and they shall look upon me whom they have pierced, and they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only only son, and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. Zechariah 13 says, And one shall say unto him, Whose are these wounds in thine hands? Then he shall answer, Those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. These last two scriptures uh, also are referring to his second coming. In Matthew 20 it says, And shall deliver him to the Gentiles to mock and to scourge and to crucify him, and the third day he shall rise again. Matthew 26 states, Ye know that after two days is the feast of the Passover, and the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. Matthew 27, And they crucified him and parted his garments, casting lots, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet. They parted my garments among them, and upon my vesture did they cast lots. Luke 23 says, And when they were come to the place which is called Calvary, where they, there they crucified him and the malefactors, one on the right hand and the other on the left. 
Luke 24 says, And now the chief priests and other rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. The next prophecy, when he is on the cross, he will receive vinegar to drink. In Psalms 69 it states, They gave me also gall for my meat, and in my thirst they gave me vinegar to drink. Matthew 27 states, They gave him vinegar to drink mingled with gall, and when he had tasted thereof he would not drink. And the next one will say, My God, why hast thou forsaken me? In Psalms 22 it says, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me, and from the words of my roaring? Mark 15 states, And at the ninth hour Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which is being interpreted, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Then uh, the next one, he will die with the wicked. Isaiah 53 says, And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Luke 23 states, And there were also two other malefactors led with him to be put to death. The next one, when he dies, his bones will not be broken. Psalms 34, he keepeth all his bones, not one of them is broken. John 19, but when they came to Jesus and saw that he was dead already, they break not his legs. The next one, he will be buried by the rich. Isaiah 53, and he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Luke 23 states, and behold, there was a man named Joseph, a counselor, and he was a good man and a just. The same had not consecrated or not consented to the counsel indeed of them. He was of Arimathea, a city of the Jews, who also himself waited for the kingdom of God. This man went unto Pilate and begged the body of Jesus, and he took it down and wrapped it in linen and laid it in a sepulcher that was hewn in stone, wherein never man was before laid. And that day was the preparation, and the Sabbath drew on, and the women also, which came with him from Galilee, followed after, and beheld the sepulcher, and how his body was laid. And they returned and prepared spices and ointments, and rested the Sabbath day according to the, com- to the commandment. Uh, the next one, he will be killed in the house of his friends, Zechariah 13, and one shall say unto him, What are these wounds in thine hands? Then he shall answer, Those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. Matthew 27 says, For he knew that for envy they had delivered him. Mark 11 states, And the scribes and chief priests heard it, and sought how they might destroy him, for they feared him, because all the people was astonished at his doctrine. Mark 14 states, and, whoso, and wheresoever he shall go in, say ye to the good man of the house, the master saith, Where is the guest chamber, where I shall eat the Passover with my disciples? And then in Luke 22, But Jesus said unto him, Judas, betrayest thou the Son of Man with a kiss? Uh, Christ will be resurrected. In Job it says, For I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. Isaiah 25 states, he will, be swal- he will swallow up death in victory, and the Lord God will wipe away all tears from all the faces, and the rebuke of his people shall he take away from off all the earth, and the Lord hath spoken it. In Matthew 16 it states, From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. Matthew 28 states, He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay. Luke 24, Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones, as ye see me have. And then in John chapter 20, Then saith he unto Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing.
And then also there are many types of Christ, and I'm going to read through uh, just some of the prophets here and kind of give you an indication of how they represented and are similar to Christ, that they were pointing the way to the, the Savior, the Messiah. Adam, as Adam and Eve's fall brought life into mortality and the gift of a physical body to all of Heavenly Father's faithful premortal children, the atonement of Christ also gives life with an immortal, perfected physical body for every son and daughter of Adam and Eve. Abel, Abel's death was a similitude of the death of Jesus Christ. Satan and Cain conspired in Abel's premeditated murder, and Abel was delivered by Satan into the hands of a wicked man. Melchizedek, the Apostle Paul taught that Christ was, after the similitude of Melchizedek, his name means King of Righteousness, he was also known as the Prince of Peace, the King of Peace, and the King of Heaven. Isaac, the Apostle Paul referred to the parallel between Isaac's life and the Savior's when he wrote, By faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son. Only two people in the standard works are called an only begotten son, Christ and Isaac. He carries his own wood, willingly gave his life, would have been sacrificed near Golgotha. Remember that Isaac carries the wood up the hill. Um, just like Jesus, and we think that Isaac was probably around 30 or mid in, in mid-30s when he was uh, to be sacrificed, so very similar to Jesus. Moses, both were foreordained in pre-mortal life, both were deliverers, lawgivers, and judges, both taught of the atonement, both had control over the elements, especially the waters, and provided food for the peoples, both were known as the meekest of men. Boaz. Remember Boaz, uh, who marries Ruth. God provides Ruth with a kinsman, a redeemer, named Boaz. The Hebrew word used to describe Boaz's relationship with Ruth is goel. It is translated as kinsman, but it literally means redeemer. Thus, Boaz is a type of Christ's love and redemptive power. We have a redeemer who, who has purchased or rescued us with a price, his precious blood. Elijah and Elisha. Both Elijah and Elisha multiplied a widow's food supply to sustain her family, episodes that foreshadowed two of Christ's great miracles. Elisha fed a hundred men with only twenty loaves and some grain, with food left over, much like Christ. Like Christ, Elisha healed the sick. Elijah and Elisha raised young boys from the dead as Jesus raised uh, a widow's son. Noah and Joshua. Joshua led the people into the promised land. Samuel and Jeremiah also did uh, things similar to Jesus. Jonah, according to the Savior's own testimony, Jonah's three days and nights in the belly of a great sea creature specifically prefigured the Savior's burial and sojourn in the spirit world. Uh, also, the life of the patriarch Joseph, the Joseph that was sold into Egypt in many ways, is symbolic of the Messiah. Joseph was the beloved son of his father. Jesus Christ was Heavenly Father's well-beloved son. Joseph was rejected by his brothers. Jesus was rejected by the leaders of his people, the Jews. Joseph was sold at the urging of his brother Judah into the hands of Gentiles. Jesus was sold by Judas, a form of the name Judah, and delivered over to Gentiles, the Romans. Joseph was sold for 20 pieces of silver, the price of a slave his age. Jesus was sold for 30 pieces of silver, the price of a slave his age. The attempt to get rid of Joseph eventually led to the temporal salvation of Joseph's family. The attempt to destroy Jesus led to the atonement and salvation for Heavenly Father's family. Joseph was age 30 when he began his mission. Jesus was age 30 when he began his mortal ministry. All knees bowed to Joseph when he became a ruler in Egypt. 
All knees will eventually bow to Jesus. Joseph generously provided food to his family, and Jesus, the bread of life, freely offers salvation to all mankind. So anyway, that's the end of the lesson. I bear testimony that Jesus, uh, that, that the prophecies of Jesus' coming have been fulfilled, that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the Redeemer, and that uh, we, are, we are blessed to uh, be able to worship him and to think about him at Easter time and uh, know that he is the Savior of the world and bear that testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. See you next episode. Bye.